Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, guys, and welcome back to the It's Not Just Black and White podcast. And yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas. Merry Christmas. That when we're recording this, Christmas will have been yesterday. Hanukkah would have been, I think, like a week and a half ago. And today is Kwanzaa. Yes, but when this comes out, it's not going to be, you know, Kwanzaa Cam. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like today as we're oh, recording today, this right now. It, yes. it ain't going to be no Kwanzaa camera. I know, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then any other holiday that anyone else celebrates, happy holidays. I think this will come out on New Year's? I think it's New Year's Eve. Yes. Yeah, What's Year's today? Eve. I don't know. I don't know how to do math. I don't even... Yeah. Today's the 26th. Um, wait, oh, no, so... so I think New Year's Day. That's six days, I believe. Either happy, happy last day of 2020, <laughs> happy first day of 2021, happy holidays for all the holidays. Um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of holidays. Oh, that's a perfect <laughs> today, segue. I know. Look at me go. I'm a professional. Oh, also, Mark and I aren't together right now, sadly. Um, but speaking of holidays, <laughs> Mark's making a weird face. <laughs> speaking of holidays mark today Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about um different holidays that have to do with um black history not necessarily black history month maybe we'll get into black history month but we're going to be talking about um holidays that have to do with um black history and things that we celebrate and you know the information and history behind them Mm -hmm. absolutely and yeah, just to get a more insight on uh, when those holidays were established, why we have those holidays, um, why we have certain other holidays that maybe we shouldn't have, and just just to have a conversation and dialogue around those topics. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Did you want to start us off with the first uh, the first holiday you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So we figured a good holiday or a great holiday that we would start off with today would be Juneteenth, especially because during Black Lives Matter, it um, became more widely celebrated and was um, more on social media. And that was really, really exciting, especially to learn more about it. Um, From my perspective, um, I'm sure Mark has always known much more about it than I have. Um, Yeah, so you you can get into that. um... You you know, really funny, actually. So Hmm. we have Facebook uh, memories when it reminds you of like a status you had a certain amount of years ago. Uh Uh-huh. When I was in high school, like, literally, I think it was 2014, so maybe my last year of high school, I literally had a status that said, man, why do black people celebrate the 4th of July? I mean, it's not like we were freed mm-hmm. uh, in, 19, in 1776 or whatever, blah, blah, yeah. and I forgot it. I put that that status Yeah. when it, everything was circulating this year. Um, it was crazy. So it was like, I was kind of glad that I kind of had the same mindset. Um, back then but it was just funny because and then my uncle I believe it was my uncle he um, replied and he was like there actually is a, is a day when you know uh, uh, when slaves were like emancipated and that's technically like our independence and everything like that mm-hmm. and so he kind of put me onto that and then um, after that I became more aware of it um, didn't really like celebrate it personally you know uh, mm-hmm. we didn't have like gatherings or anything like that it was just something that was known about but i'm glad like 
this past year it, it became more celebratory I guess. yeah no definitely um and just so everyone knows i'll give a we can give a little history on it too so um what you said was really interesting thank you for sharing that and it's funny that you know even back then it's in, it's an interesting speculation which i always love to hear your take on the fourth of july um but we can get into the fourth of july a little after this um so Juneteenth, the history behind it is Juneteenth is the Emancipation Day. So it was the emancipation of the remaining enslaved African-Americans in the Confederacy in the Confederacy on June 19th, 1865. And that's important to note because the Emancipation Proclamation was implemented on January 1st, 1863. You were about to say 19, weren't you? I was about to say 19. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop. Um and also, Ooh, geez, it wasn't that recent. That'd be crazy. <laughs> could you imagine? Yes. Um, oh, okay. well, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I think it's important to consider that this was in the midst of the Civil War. The uh, Civil War started in, I think, 1861 and ended in, I, I think, 1865, which would make sense with the um, Emancipation Proclamation um, starting in the midst of that and ending at the end of that because even though slavery wasn't the main cause of the Civil War, we can't get around the fact that it was a huge aspect of it. So the timeline in which the emancipation happened and when Juneteenth was established, that all makes sense. Um, and I did read online, or I did learn wherever, that it was a union. the Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger. Um, he was the one that when they arrived to... Um, a town in Texas, I don't remember which one, with the news that the war had ended and they were now free, now free, and that date was June 19th. So the day the Union soldiers um, arrived to somewhere in Texas, maybe mm. Galveston, Galveston, Texas, um, I Galveston. think it was. Yeah, it is that where it is? Put down, yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm really not looking at what I had written down. Um, but yeah, so June 19th is the official day that the Union soldiers had arrived and yes. given the news. Shout out General uh, Granger, because of him, now, now we all know that date. <laughs> yeah, what up, Gordon? Pop off, Gordon. Even I'm learning things. <laughs> even I'm learning things now. Um, I also was going to say that Juneteenth actually is not considered a federal holiday nor a national holiday. Yeah, it became I think a lot a of people kind of know that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it became a state holiday in Texas in 1980. So mm. just perspective, June 19th happened in 1865, mm -hmm. and it did not become a holiday. Pardon. It became a state holiday, not even a federal holiday, not even a national holiday. It became a state-recognized holiday in 1980. And this goes back to like our third episode, though, because really, how many people really know about that? Like, it's been a holiday since 1980. I would have thought it, it's been a holiday since 2020. <laughs> like, you know what <laughs> I mean? No, I, literally. No, because like I knew about the date, but I didn't even know it was considered a, a holiday because literally um, working at the bank uh, this year, we got that. We, we made that day a half a day because, of, you know, because of all the. Because everything that was circulating with uh, Black Lives Matter and all the, you know, injustices that were going on and everything like that. But I was working there last year, too. And, you know, that was just a normal day. So yeah. it's just funny until there's some, until somebody's shining some light on it, you know, history kind of ignores uh, 
what they consider their the, the, the past that they don't want to bring up the side that makes them look ugly so mm-hmm. that's crazy to me yeah this is definitely um a product of kind of i i in my perspective sort of a white guilt kind of situation just kind of burying something that um you know you don't really want to recognize because if we recognize this day this is a reminder of slavery in which white people um or the majority had enforced so mm-hmm. you know that might play a factor into it it also like you said if you listen to our third episode about systemic racism uh if this just isn't taught in schools i didn't learn what juneteenth was until pretty much the month before maybe in may um of this year which is unfortunate and embarrassing but i'm really happy i know what it is now um and yeah so Mark, this year, um, your family had a little um, COVID-friendly Juneteenth gathering, if you want to kind of talk about that, too. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go over it briefly. Um, but yeah, I just want to gloss over something that you just said uh, about how they didn't want to bring it up because of how, you, you know, how our history might not want to bring it up because it shows uh, a side of what white people did that was really bad. But I feel like if it's the sooner it's brought to light, then it won't be even made to think like that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh my gosh, if we if we say this is a holiday, we'll be looked at as like like uh, like the bad guys, like criminals. Mm-hmm. But if you put it out there at the open as soon as, you know, as soon as you can, then it's like, oh, okay, they're recognizing their, you know, their wrongdoings and things like that. So now the, the yeah. further you push it back, but the longer you push it back, the worse it looks. Um. You know, that just made me think of kind of like an analogy. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you like break something and your mom's like, did you break this? And you're like, no. And she's like, if you tell me now, I won't be mad. And then you're like, no. And then you get yourself in more trouble because you're pretending it didn't happen. Yeah, because you're, yeah. Because you're <laughs> lying about it. And then and parents always say, it's like, I'm not mad that you broke it. <laughs> I'm mad that you lied to me. <laughs> I don't know why that's, that's my basically... parent, uh, expression, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, back to the the celebration. Yeah, it, it's you know it's nothing crazy to talk about. It, you know, we just uh, invited some people over. We had the uh, uh, we actually like found a kind of June nineteenth flag, and we we hung that up. Mm-hmm. And you know, we treated it like a, a normal barbecue, like we would have done on like the Fourth of July or anything like that. Yeah. I love how you brought up the flag because um, I actually was doing some research because um, there was one main flag that I had Segways, look at that, Um There was one main flag that I had seen flying a lot and this is that's the flag you guys were flying if you want to, before I get into the initial um, Juneteenth flag that was created um, upon Juneteenth or like, at his associated specifically with Juneteenth because the flag that you guys are also flying is um, not just a Juneteenth flag, but it's the African-American creation flag um, or the flag that was created for African-Americans. Um, so there's that flag, which do, do you want to describe what it looks like and the meaning? Yeah, yeah I just know that it's uh, the, the look of it. It's red, green and black. Um, I, I wasn't really too sure about the meaning. I'm not going to lie to you. I just know that the, those colors are familiar with, you know, the African-American and and that African-Americans and that date. Um, but I'm not really sure what the, the colors represent. I know you did some research on it. Though. 
Yeah, and I also remember talking to Jade about it, um, our episode two guest. Um, I remember talking to her about it, and she was telling me about it. But the red represents the blood that has been shed. The black represents this color skin, the skin color of an African-American. And the green is for the ground upon which um, the culture and African-Americans stand free on. Mm. So that's... Um, the general meaning of that and I remember I didn't just look this up online myself I remember I I had a conversation with Jade about it um, Mm -hmm. which shout out to Jade for educating me but Mm -hmm. I did um, I did look it up just to make sure but yeah I did know that um, which is very beautiful and um, inspiring we'll post a picture of both of the flags on our Instagram Um, but the initial flag the official like Juneteenth flag specifically just for Juneteenth. Um, it's red and white and blue. And it's like the top half is blue. The bottom half is red. And within the middle, there's a star within a star. Mm. And um, the star represents the freedom of African-Americans within all 50 states. That's Hopefully right there. Hopefully, I extend. It's kind of hard to like explain something that you have to look at. So hopefully, no, no, I think you gave a really good visual, though. Okay. The the, uh, the explanation uh, does a good job of of how, having you envision it. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'd also, I think it's important when we talk about Juneteenth, we talk about the parallel to the Fourth of July. Um. Okay, yeah, so the, the parallel is, you know, if you want to celebrate, I mean, it's perfectly fine to celebrate the 4th of July. You know, I feel like it's just different for, like I said, with, with the whole flag thing, um, Black Americans and white Americans, it, it's fine for them to, to celebrate things differently. I just think there's too much butting heads when it comes to that. Like, I people feel like, because it's we're one Americans, or the other. yeah. People feel like because that we're all Americans, we have to do everything the same. But one, that's not what America is about. Like America brought in different cultures, um, for the, you know, for the prime reason to uh, embrace your cultures and embrace these different cultures. And with that being said, our culture has the right to celebrate certain things differently because we've experienced different things. So when it comes to the Fourth of July. That's more obviously white Americans because one, we were still enslaved. So I don't know what we're celebrating for their freedom with, you know, Great Britain. Uh, We were still in shackles. So our version of that is, you know, Juneteenth. So, Mm -hmm. and like I said, because of through history uh, and what we've been taught through our education system back to episode three, you know, we kind of been conditioned to only do it the, the one way, like the white way. So when we start waking up and realize, hey, actually, this kind of doesn't make sense. Let's celebrate this way. Then that's where issues arise. And it's like, oh, well, you were doing this for so long. Why are you now doing that? Well, because now we realize it. So I feel like it's perfectly fine, you know, just to celebrate Juneteenth if you're Black and then, you know, all other Americans to celebrate 4th of July. Mm -hmm. But there shouldn't be issues either way. Like Black people shouldn't be like, why are you celebrating 4th of July, white people? And white people shouldn't be like, 
hey, black people, why aren't you celebrating Fourth of July? If they choose not to, if they do, that's 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 cool too. That everybody, you know, has their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, feels comfortable with they, what they feel comfortable with. But if they want to, you know, celebrate what they want to celebrate, there shouldn't be any judgment or any, you know, nobody should be ridiculed for that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, every holiday, you can even take that out of the spectrum of things that have to do with independence. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I don't celebrate Hanukkah. You don't celebrate Hanukkah. We celebrate Christmas. Yeah, Everyone you know. has different holidays that they celebrate. But I think that because... Juneteenth and the 4th of July are two different types of independence Mm -hmm. given by two different people. I think I almost think it confuses people because they're like, well, we were in, like you said, well, this so-and-so are independent on this day. So why aren't you celebrating with us? But it's just like, you just have to remember that not everything happened all at once. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have different days Mm -hmm. for different things. Exactly. I think the main excuse is, well, we're all Americans, but, like I just, uh, you know, iterated before, Americans have different cultures. Mm-hmm. Like America, uh, Americans come from different places. Nobody has really derived straight from America besides Native Americans. So there's always a bit of culture that you're bringing with you. So, you know, like I said before, like the 4th of July was independence for a certain group of people. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> it wasn't, you know, the same way for the, for the rest. So if they want to celebrate their independence in a different way, they have more than every right to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't really like the 4th of July, but that's just because I don't like fireworks. Um, Yeah, you have your personal reasons. Yeah, it has nothing to do with anything else. I just hate fireworks, so (laughs) I just don't like to go to 4th of July. Um, (laughs) But that's just a personal issue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I think also in, you know, keep going along with, african-american celebrated holidays i think uh you know a big well-known holiday of course is martin luther king day and i think it's important we talk about that i also um have some questions for mark i have some questions posed for mark that i'd love to hear about um but a little history on martin luther king day so uh, martin luther king i hope everybody knows who martin luther king is um, but he was a civil rights activist. he was born on january 15th um and martin luther king day is always around that that realm. So uh, in 2021, it's going to be on January 18th. Um, it's they tried to make it the third Monday of every month. Um, but this was the first federal approved holiday for well, this is the first holiday in general for um, an African American figure, which was controversial at the time. And it became a federal holiday in 1983. And there was this thing called um, the Unify, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act. And also, real quick, it was the first uh, holiday around a national figure who was not a president. Oh, yes. It's the first holiday around a figure that's not a president. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, and it, it was made a federal holiday. And then also, there's this act, which I thought was like kind of interesting and weird. I don't know why. But it's called the Uniform Monday Holiday Act of 1968. And it's like an act that makes a holiday have to be every, like, it has to be on a Monday. So Martin Luther King Day is always on a Monday because it's under the Uniform Mm -hmm. Monday Holiday Act of 1963. Isn't that weird? 
Uh, actually, not really. I will say not really because every other holiday, I, I'm just not realizing, like, you don't know any other holiday that's in, like, the middle of the week or, or that that has any holiday besides, like, you know, Christmas that falls on a different day. Like, Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. Election Day is always on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Present Day is always on a Monday. Um, yeah, well, because it's under, it's on, well, President says. Christmas is yeah. the actual I just date. think I just think it's interesting because there are a lot of other I don't know I just thought it was I don't and know 4th why. Of July. Yeah, I don't know why though. I just thought it was interesting that they made I maybe that was when when like in regards when they made it a federal holiday. I just thought that act was interesting. I didn't know that was the thing and it made me giggle for some reason. I was like there's an mm. act for when a holiday is on each month. I don't know. But but yeah, That's so it was it was approved as a, as a federal holiday. Um which is interesting because Juneteenth is not a federal holiday. So I thought that was interesting. Juneteenth, okay. 19th. So that's always on a specific day as well. Yeah. But, um. Well, what do you have anything else you want to say about Martin Luther King Day? Um, you know, I feel like, I feel like it was definitely a great step in the right direction. And I feel like it was kind of like the, the government was forced to make that a day because, he was somebody that, you know, definitely wanted equal rights for the people and integration and him provo- promoting that positive message and the fact that he was assassinated by uh, a white person who obviously was racist and, you know, hated what he was trying to do, hated mm-hmm. that he was trying to make everything equal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the if, and, and he had that famous I have a dream speech, if that wasn't made a holiday, I feel like it, it would have been too obvious of America not giving black people their, you know, their due, their, uh, their just due and their credit and, you know, their, you know, it, it would just be, I feel like in my opinion, it would be too obvious that America is trying to just kind of like, uh, let's just, you know, ignore all the all the wrongdoings we did against black people and everything that black people have tried to to do to help that and and wash away our harsh history so yeah he was murdered by a white person let's like not include that if they did that it would be too obvious in my mm-hmm. opinion yeah so i feel like they are kind of like you know it kind of forced their hand to make that national holiday off and obviously it's because you know there probably would have been another uproar a frustration of you know black people always feeling like they weren't getting their rights especially in the, in the 60s like you know what i mean yeah so you know i feel like that kind of like either forced their hand or they were like yo what are we what are we doing what's wrong with us yeah what i definitely want to say is that also um even though i feel like they 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 were kind of forced their hand to their hands were kind of forced to make that a holiday I also feel like they had to choose, um, you know, which black leader they were mm-hmm. going to make a national holiday because there were a lot of black civil rights leaders, a lot of them. So you know, obviously there can't be a holiday for every single one. So especially during the 60s, you know, you had Martin Luther King. There was um, James Baldwin. There was Malcolm X and countless others you know, Muhammad Ali, Angela Davis, you could go down the line. And I feel like 
they had to choose. And so um, Martin Luther King, his whole thing was, you know, he was the he derived his teachings from, from Gandhi of peace and, and nonviolence and things like that. So, okay, we're gonna make this man uh, the national holiday, the one who did nonviolence. So just, so just, just so, you know, black people are constantly, it's constantly inputted in their mind like um, nonviolent, like don't attack, don't attack, stand down, stand mm-hmm. down. In, in my opinion, because I feel like Malcolm X definitely deserves a holiday, but the rhetoric, like they, the rhetoric has been, um, like warped. Word? Yes, warped. The, the rhetoric has been warped for both of them, um, and the narrative has changed. Like uh, Martin Luther King, yes, he he definitely believed in nonviolence and he preached that that heavily um but the rhetoric has been that Malcolm X was on the opposite side that he was uh for violence but that's not at all what he was about he never once said and there's constant there's multiple speeches that you could find on YouTube or find anywhere that he is strictly against violence he was about self-defense if somebody attacks you you have the human right to attack them back but I feel like you know everything's kind of like strategical um, in my opinion, so it's like, hey, if we gave Malcolm X a holiday, people are black people are gonna be much more militant. So when things happen that are that are about injustice, they're they're not gonna play around. If this guy has a day, they're gonna do more research about him because there's a national holiday for him. They're gonna do more research. They're gonna understand his his uh, um, teachings, the, his, his preachings, uh, his his methodology, and they're gonna start practicing that. And so if we, you know, if we F up, you know, we're in trouble. But okay, let's make Martin Luther King. Let's make him mm-hmm. a holiday. And let's, let's you know, uh, control the narrative. Let's say that he was all, all about nonviolence, nonviolence. So if, if something happens, they'll just turn the other cheek. And, you know, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they, you know, they obviously had different ways of approaching the same goal. Uh, they're both heroes of mine um but at the same time there's a time and place for for certain things so there are certain times where we can't just you know stand back and continue doing things uh con- continue letting things uh pass over pass over and being peaceful when people aren't being peaceful with us you know what i mean mm-hmm. I just think that's very interesting why there's a holiday for and okay but not a holiday for max yeah 100% like like towards before he was assassinated um uh Martin Luther King started having a more militant approach but you know that's not really talked about and him and Malcolm X even though they butted heads before um Malcolm X's assassination they started getting on the same page him and MLK you know but but every but the narrative again it's warped into thinking that they were always at odds with each other mm-hmm. and they were towards the end of both of their lives they started getting closer yeah that was before when I was about to segue into something that's exactly what I was going to ask you mm-hmm. <laughs> why why um they aren't there isn't holidays highlighting other or why they specifically chose Martin Luther King um to be the the first figure an African-American figure who was not a president as a holiday and I know um you and your family always um call 
Columbus Day, um, Harriet Tubman Day. Well, it's <laughs> me. I, I you, make them you. say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something that I started. What? Why'd you start it? Like what? Well, yeah, I started because obviously, and I'm, you see, I'm glad that I've had, you know, teachers and educators um, at such a young age that, you know, kind of warped my my mindset to, to how it is because in seventh grade is when I found out Columbus didn't do shit you know what I mean <laughs> and I had, I had um it was my social studies teacher in seventh grade and she was a white woman and she was like yeah guys uh Christopher Columbus he didn't discover America and, and she was just spinning out logic to that like somebody who's that young would be like because nowadays when people are older and it's already conditioned and, and in their minds of what something is, it's harder for them to unlearn it, even when you speak logic to them. But when you're that young, and she was literally just saying logical things, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like what? Like she was just like, yeah, guys, Columbus didn't discover America. They keep on teaching you that in like the second grade or, or third grade and singing that song, 1492, blah, blah, blah. How could you discover something that's already there? Plus he was trying to go to India and he went to America and that's why uh, Native Americans are always called Indians now because uh, because people are dumb and Columbus went to and Columbus was calling them Indians because he thought he was in India and I'm like yo that's true how you discover something that's already there and then we learned about Leif Erikson that same uh, year in seventh grade mm-hmm. who went to America before Columbus and so I'm like yo so how is this guy uh, having this you know this title of you know when I discovered America when one it was already populated. And two, there was a man named Leif Erikson that went there before him. Mm-hmm. It was just like the most logical thing. And I never like stopped thinking that way ever since that age. And but nowadays, people who are my age are definitely older. If you say the same logic, they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. They just don't want to hear it because they're, they're too conditioned now. Yeah. But the reason why I uh, say hi, Tom, and said is because I, I feel like she 100, 1,000 times a million times more deserves a day uh deserves a yeah deserves a day for her uh, a million times more than him because she actually did something so significant like she freed over 400 slaves she she was a runaway slave and she freed 400 slaves and she would actually and when slaves were uh scared about coming with her and were about to go back she would literally threaten them and say you are going to be free or you're going to be dead because she mm-hmm wanted them to get out of that slave mentality because it was better to be freed um than it, it, it was better to be dead than to be a slave basically yeah and she, freed, and she you know discovered the underground railroad and she freed 400 slaves and she's one of my biggest um one of my biggest heroes and i always felt like she was you know everybody knows her and i feel like to an extent everybody does but I remember in school, like one person, of course, one of my white uh, housemates, she was like, who's that again? Uh, she, oh, Harry Tubman. She's the one on the bus who, who sent back. To <gasps> no, that, that's ridiculous. Someone said you at college. Someone said you was at, at college. Yes. At college. Yes. Someone thought Harriet Tubman was Rosa Parks. Yes. But I mean, he, he turned out to be racist. So, I mean, that's no surprise there. But it's just that she did something so much more significant. So that's why I always call that day Harry Tubman Day. I know like now 
it's getting more traction and it's and it's been called uh indigenous people's day now yeah. which, which it, it should be obviously i just yeah of course fun because you know um she's one of my biggest heroes but yeah i feel like but i it, i just find it so odd that it's taken until now for people to really start understanding and whoever is controlled of whoever controls these holidays these national holidays the government or whoever why it's taken them so long to retract that day or like replace it with a different day with indigenous so, people's day yeah because you know keep the day off we, we love having days off but, <laughs> well, you but know, keep it off for the right reason we're celebrating the wrong person yeah we're celebrating the wrong people the wrong person we mean to mourn the right yeah. people then, who had something then, taken away from them on yeah, why then, that day is so celebrated yeah and then they murdered people <laughs> he, he you know brought his uh settlers over there and just because people were living in their culture and doing what they did and they saw that as savagery they were like instead of minding our business we don't like the way they live their lifestyle so we're gonna call them savages and you know colonize them but uh mm-hmm. hey, what do i know <laughs> I can't believe someone thought that Rosa Parks was Harriet Tubman. I'm sorry, I'm not over it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just insane. Because <laughs> when you when you wake up, when you're learning a certain thing, especially being in a predominantly um, black neighborhood, and and you know growing up with predominantly black kids at your school, and then going to college and it's predominantly white, but you're still you know in that mindset and thinking that, hey, I was taught this, so they're probably taught this too. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like, it's a completely different dynamic. Like, you don't know what other teachers are teaching when uh, the school is predominantly the majority. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I think, I think this is a great segue into talking about um, Black History Month. And it's interesting that your housemate or whomever you were speaking to thought this, because I remember in school when it was Black History Month and we were talking about Black history, it was always um, Martin Luther King. Rosa Parks and maybe like the Freedom Riders and that was really nothing really else for Black History Month and um that I learned and it's just interesting that I mean maybe we learned you know about the slave trade and you know standard stuff that <clears throat> school curriculums feel like they have to cover quote unquote um but that makes sense given how the school system is and why um, someone might have not been given the greatest education, but I don't know if you want to talk about, you know, your feelings on Black History Month. Um, um I feel like it's it's really needed, and it's it's a shame actually because I feel like actually recently, I don't know if it's because I'm not in school anymore, and obviously like in college they don't uh, really go over that as far as I know. Well, you, you pick your I classes. Yeah, you yeah, true. Classes in college, I, I know, like different. you know, in elementary school and. In high school, um, it would always be touched upon. But I feel like I don't know. It's either because I'm out of that um, education spectrum now at my age, or if it really is this way. But I just feel like it's it's starting to get uh, less notoriety now. Like every every February, I feel like it's kind of just like swept under the rug a little bit. But like I said, I don't know if that's because I'm not in the education you know spectrum anymore. Or not, but that's just how how I feel because I just don't. I don't know. Every February, I just don't hear a lot about it, or or hear a lot of uh, even you know on the media. Uh, I see a little something here and there, but I don't really see it really pushed. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a shame because it, it was a month for a reason. And I feel like there's so much you could do with that month because there's, you know, as I said with my, my housemate, there's a lot people still don't know. And I feel like people just think, oh my gosh, it's another black thing, another this thing, another this thing. But it's only it's only always like that because people are not even taking the time to to learn about it. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, yeah. And like you said, like in your thing, it was always Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and, you know, just the basic stuff. But there's a lot more that, that goes into it. Like, a lot of people don't even know about uh, Frederick Douglass. You know? Yeah, Frederick Douglass. I didn't learn who Frederick Douglass was until college. Yeah, yeah. And Frederick Douglass, you know, he was one of the main slave abolitionists and uh and writers taught himself how to read he, he's mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get into that but he that's definitely somebody uh people should definitely look into yeah he was amazing but what i will say and actually i think this is what my uncle told me on facebook because it was another post i made in high school it was another memory that came up facebook another status i made when i was like man why is why is black history month february the shortest month blah, blah, blah. And he actually did give me, give me some insight on that because my uncle responded. And it has something to do with because, um, you know, Frederick Douglass's birthday was in February. Apparently, oh. apparently, the Emancipation Proclamation, it was, you know, enacted in in February, uh, apparently. Or I think uh, it Lincoln's- was. Yeah, I think it was announced. It was announced in Jan- It was announced on January first, but it didn't mm-hmm. go into act. Until like February, yeah. Yeah. And maybe like Lincoln's uh, birthday was in February, something like that. But apparently a lot of things happen in February that goes around that. Um, I need to look more into that because that was a while ago when he told me. So I kind of just like went with it. But um, I don't know. It could just be the it could just be the bare minimum. And just an excuse like, oh, yeah, uh, oh, Frederick Douglass's birthday is in February. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> <we're talking> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right. It covers us. <laughs> but, uh, well, I'll, I'll look more into that because it could just be like, yeah, let's just give him the shortest month and like think of something. Yeah. But I do not know. So I'm not going to, you know, just uh, uh, say, you know, bad things about, uh, you know, what white people do or whatever. Um, no of course we're just just... we're just talking speculating (laughs) um but not it's not a bad hypothesis (laughs) you know um but i was gonna ask you i know a lot of like i don't really know how to say this but um like a lot of people wonder like why isn't black history month black history integrated throughout the entire school year and then i think to myself let's say in a perfect world it is, let's say, throughout the entire year, um, you know, all different types, not just black history, all different types of cultural history is taught um, in an unbiased way and the perfect way that we want it to be. Would you still think there should be a black history month, just no matter what? Or uh, in a perfect world, no, if everything was taught the way it was supposed to be and it was in education education systems mm-hmm. i really don't think it would be necessary in my opinion other people might think differently but i don't think so but that's in a perfect world but since obviously there is it's not like that i feel like uh that month is there so we could pur- purposely learn about the importance the significance of um historical things that were done 
by black people and or for black people Mm -hmm. so uh you can't have it both ways you can't you know yeah black history month and then during black history month just sugarcoat things or just you know surface level things and then go back to teaching you know the uh polished version of of white history like you know what i mean yeah i feel like when in black history month too i feel like we only specifically talk about jim crow i feel like there's so much more to black history that should be discussed but i feel like every time black history month for some reason people just like go like all into jim crow and particularly activists i feel like there are rarely any sort of things that you know we learn that aren't outside of that era and even some within that era that we don't learn about like for example um like minstrel shows i didn't learn what that was until college about um, what say it again minstrel minstrel shows i don't even know what that is a minstrel show yeah it's when people dress up in blackface in those specific shows that was you know yeah mostly... in the specific shows it's called minstrel shows so that that's something that i personally didn't learn about in high school or at least to my knowledge and we learned more about it in college so i think that with black history month um it only focuses on a small part specifically of jim crow and that small aspect is activists yeah uh but i i i mean it's hard for me to agree or disagree because um i can only speak on from what i remember learning when i was in school because nowadays it's just uh you know what's on social media or what's on um media in general like on tv or what have you but i just mm-hmm. remember doing uh projects um do i remember like every month like just learning about something i i, I don't remember too much but i do remember projects I do remember doing projects and people would choose like, you know, um, whatever, whatever they wanted to, which was cool, like a poor and black uh, figure to do a topic on. So, mm-hmm. you know, teachers would be really impressed when it when it was like a lesser known um, uh, hero. Uh, so that that was a uh, cool and I, and I hope uh, the schools are still doing projects like that. I have no you know, uh, idea or no way to know if they still are or not. But I really hope they are. But for some reason, I'm just getting a feeling that it's kind of like died down. And because I actually remember while I was in school in in, um, at Monmouth, one of our friends, Aaliyah, I remember. Shout out Aaliyah. Yeah, I remember vaguely and I know she'll remember this, but she was having a conversation with her sister one time and she was like, um, her sister was saying, yeah, they don't. they don't teach us anything on Black History Month. Like they don't, they don't even like go over it. Like in, in February, and Lee was like, "What? Like how does that happen? That's crazy." It's like that they did that when I when I was her age or whatever. And I and I was saying the same thing. And I guess that's why I have that that feeling that it's like kind of dying down. And I don't know. It's kind of it's a shame if that if that's true. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, Leah, you can. Uh, fact check me on that <laughs> yeah shout out to Leah. we love you we miss you but all right do you have anything else you want to say about uh no that was that's uh that's kind of my that's all i have to say about that as far as gump would say <laughs> yeah that's all i have to say about that um yeah you know i just thought this would be a nice little 
little topic to wrap up the holiday season, mm-hmm. um, kind of bring some light to some important dates and to just make people think about um, the values that we have regarding the holidays that we celebrate. So thank you to everybody who listened to this and we'll be right back. Yeah, we're back, guys, and we're going to, for this uh, segment here, we're just going to talk about how, how the holidays were for us so far and our New Year's resolutions, anything that we're looking forward to do and come across in the New Year's. Of course, we all have that every year, and and we'll talk about if we if uh, our New Year's resolution this past year, if, if those have come to fruition, if we have, uh, have attained those true. goals. I have attained none of my goals because 2020 was a hot mess. Yeah, that was great. I have to get. I had a um a book. I think uh most of mine were were good. What was uh what was yours, Kara? Let me pull them up. Hold on. While you're pulling those up, how was your how was your Christmas? Um, it was good. I was very blessed for the opportunity to see some family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and that was um really nice to be able to see some of my family we were you know very safe um i'm very grateful for everything that you know i was able to receive the really wonderful people in my life um it was a good time i mean there was there was you know some family drama but yeah, of course there's always some family drama somewhere <laughs> how how was yours um mine was good i you know christmas is my favorite holiday i always enjoy it uh we spent it with the immediate fam uh you know i was glad i was you know obviously blessed and glad about the, the gifts i received but obviously at a certain age you're more excited about uh people reacting to your gifts so I really enjoyed that a lot. My uh, the two two in particular that I was really excited about was my grandmother's and my dad's. My uh, grandmother, I gave her a frame, and we we were over there like two days ago. Well, two days um, before Christmas, so the twenty third, and we were over there to surprise her. We actually really surprised her. She ended up crying. We all got tested Aww. before we went there, and I gave her a frame. And then on Christmas, she um, through the portal, and she opened the gift. And then she started crying again. I was like, ha I'm lit. Uh, it was a nice little picture frame. Well, a big picture frame, actually. And it had it had different um, uh, pictures of us and the family during different functions. And Carrie, you made one of the pictures, which is really cool. I know. I'm so that. honored. Yeah. I can't believe she appreciated it. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love Miss Roslyn. <laughs> She said she would have appreciated it more if you were nowhere to be seen. But it was, it was wow, <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, I can make that happen if you know you don't want me around. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, and then my dad, he has a wall, a black wall of you know all the uh, a lot of famous uh, black leaders, and so I thought it would be cool to <laughs> uh, me and my sisters impersonate specific black leaders, and then you know have a picture taken of us and then doing you know their famous poses. yeah famous poses thank you that they that they did and then all come together and then we printed that out framed it and gave it to him he was really excited about that so that was really cool and exciting 
That's awesome. The picture is so awesome. Maybe we'll post a picture of it because I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, that was- You know what's funny? The one gift I was really excited to give was also to my dad, but <laughs> it's so different. <laughs> my dad, like, loves soup. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Like, he, like, loves soup. So we got him, like, a fancy soup bowl. Mm. And he was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's... Two types of people. No, but it's, it's, just, it's just the best one, you know. Uh, you really... Yeah. Somebody's reaction is... Uh, when you see somebody with a positive reaction based on, and you know that you were a part of that, that's really cool. Great Christmases for dads this year. Yes, yes. All right. So, <laughs> or our dads. All right. So what was your, the goals that you, that you tried to accomplish this year? And then what are your new year's resolutions heading into next year, Kara? Let's hear okay, them. Well, I only, Let's hear them. I only accomplished one of these goals. Um, well, I started to accomplish one, but then Corona. Okay. Um, first goal, wash my face daily, which I have not done. Sign up for design and sewing classes, which I have not done. (laughs) Get my Zumba certification, which I have not done and couldn't have done. Um, go to the gym. Yeah, I was. It's also a little expensive though. So maybe it's for the best Mm -hmm. to save money. Go to the gym three times a week. Which I was doing until Corona. And then the last thing, the thing that I actually did uh, was save money for our apartment. Mm. Gang, That's gang, the gang. only thing I did. That's funny. That was one of my goals too for this year. And I, and I did that. Like uh, I had a certain amount that I wanted yeah. my savings by the end of this year. Accomplished that. Gang, gang. And then um, uh, there was another thing that I accomplished. I forgot what it was. And then, cause I only do like three or four, uh, that way I feel like it, I'm more concentrated. Like the, the less goals there are, like the less and bigger they are. Like, I feel like it's, it's easier to attain. Uh, yeah. the other thing is that I didn't really accomplish. One of them might've been like working out more. I really don't remember. But one, I know that I didn't accomplish. And a part of it was because of this freaking pandemic was to, uh, be cast as a series regular um yeah and, and anything yeah uh which means like i'm reoccurring on on the same show um but that didn't happen um actually i was cast going to. law and order as a guest star oh. was my biggest thing but that was literally in march when this thing all started and they canceled that still got paid that though ladies and gentlemen so bummer. that was cool but still no exposure yeah. so that sucked um but yeah that was so, such a so i'm gonna carry that goal into uh to next year definitely and uh what else do i want that that's definitely my main one to be a series regular in a in any show either that or a uh significant role in a movie so one of those two things and i definitely want to probably work out at least three times a week so that's what i'm going into next year with those goals in mind and i'll think of more on the way yeah. I mean, all these goals again, and also to just not be so hard on myself. I mean, that's the pandemic a big is really, one, yes. Yeah. I really want that to be your goal, too. <laughs> if I'm being honest, everyone, the pandemic has really messed me up, and I got to get off. I got to get up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that made me feel better. Away, so. Yeah. The one thing that made me start to get up again was this podcast. So thank you to everybody who has been listening because 
I know for me personally, I've been struggling a lot and doing this has really made me feel better. It's very therapeutic and it's a really great opportunity to express our activism in the most, you know, efficient way we possibly can right now, aside from, you know, sharing, donating, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So it's been, this has been really great experience for me. I hope it has been for you too, Mark. And I'm really excited to do this into the new year and, Hopefully we can make even better content. And Mark's dad just bought us like a fancy thing. And have even higher pitch voices. <laughs> had, um, you know, new mics and I think new sound equipment. So we're going to see how that works. going. Yeah, whenever I get over there again. But yeah, same goals. Um, lots of positivity and hope for 2021. I know this year has been hard for everybody and it's been tragic and wild and honestly absurd but a lot of hope for 2021 we're going into the year with new leadership we're going into the year with people having new outlooks we're going into the year with yes um we're going into the year with so much more and a lot of people anticipating greatness and manifesting it so i have high hopes yeah, I got high hopes too, but I'm I'm naturally um, you know, a positive thinker, so you know, I'm always thinking uh for the next best thing to come. And yeah, you are very positive. You know, yeah, cuz I love it. I love that about you. Yeah, cuz you know, uh it doesn't help thinking the other way around, so you might as well think positively, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, 100%. Yeah, with that being said, Let's end it on a positive note and wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your holidays. And thanks again for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Happy New Year. And we love you all. Bye.